Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the good news program, and the president of The Caring Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We are now known as the Caring Place and have been serving the homeless and needy here in South Florida for 100 years. We're having our 100-year celebration. We're calling it the Big, Bold, Beautiful Centennial Celebration. We're all excited and just just thinking about 100 years of serving those that were on the streets, just transforming their lives, getting seeing their families come back together. It's just overwhelming at times. Good morning again. I'm Ron Brumman. I happen to be the president here at the Mission at the Caring Place. I'm joined with my wife, Marilyn, this morning. She's the vice president of development. She takes care of all of our volunteers and our fundraising and all of our special outreaches. So good morning, Marilyn. Isn't it nice to have a program that, that focuses on good news? Well, that's right. And we are all about good news you know last week we were celebrating independence day and that's always a beautiful celebration here at all of our centers and because we tie in that theme independence with independent living and so it just works out beautifully but now we're in the realms of uh, getting ready for back to school and so we're beginning to do those drives right now we need backpacks school supplies new sneakers uh, all that together and we encourage uh, groups to come together and actually do a drive. We'll give you a list of all the items, give you some flyers so you can contact us for that. Or if you say, you know something, it's just easier for me to give you a financial contribution, then go to caringplace.org slash back to school and you can give a contribution and then we can get those items that we're going to be giving out to hundreds and hundreds of at-risk families. You know, COVID changed everything in America, really around the world. And uh, for many, many years, we had tremendous close down the street celebrations where we had Christmas in July and have a stage out there and food and giveaways. But during COVID, because of uh, uh, we want to make sure everybody's safe, that we use one of our properties, our church property up in Miami Gardens. It's mm-hmm. at 700 Northwest 175 Street. At 700 Northwest 175 Street, that's where we're going to have the main drive-through for the supply for the education and school supplies. Yeah, but right. also in our centers in Miami and in Broward, we'll also be taking care of all the the kids that'll be going back to school. And also, Marilyn, mm-hmm. we have uh, formerly homeless men and women that are going back to school. That's right. I mean, they're going to go back there. They're learning something to to better their life and. And increase their income and just be something that they really like to do in life. It could be uh, teaching, it could be computers, it could be anything, but they are also going back to school. So these supplies are really needed. Last year, I think over 700 families were helped. We're going to do the same thing this year, maybe a little bit more. So when you go to the website at caringplace.org slash back to school, just like it sounds, uh, yes, financially you can help us, or if you want to get items on your own, you can drop them off at one of our centers. And you can also order items through Amazon. So there's a link there at Amazon Smile. It's for um, nonprofits, and you can choose this as a charity. Uh, the, the, the link goes right to our page, and you can order all sorts of school supplies there, you know, from 
paper and backpacks to, to pencils and so on. So again, this is something that we do outside of our walls. You know, a lot of places you have people coming in, you take care of their needs, and we've been doing that for over 100 years, but we're also, and I think we need to highlight this, Marilyn, mm-hmm. we're impacting the communities. Yes, that's right. You know, we're giving away millions and millions of dollars of furnishings and goods and services to the, back to the community. And these people are not homeless, mm-hmm. but they may be on the cusp of being homeless. Yes. And that's what we always want to take care of, is that uh, we want to also end homelessness. You know, we have a vision here, no one is homeless. That's actually our vision statement. And uh, we want to act that out every day. So once again, go to caringplace.org slash back to school. You can either give a financial donation or click on uh, to the, go to the Amazon.smile and then you can order something and it'll be shipped directly to us or you can do your own drive whatever you feel is best for you right and the supplies if we have an abundance of them we use them all during the year we have families coming to us you know almost on a daily basis in one of our centers and then we'll also use these items in our in our winter programs for our children so again it's caringplace.org slash back to school and you know something Marilyn um, we give these items out uh, you know that the parents are so thankful you know they they have to make hard decisions with inflation and and just the cost of living and mm-hmm. m- most of these families are very very economically challenged they're making decisions do i buy that pad of paper mm-hmm. or do i pay my light bill and a few years ago i never forget this mm-hmm. a girl actually told me mm-hmm. we we're passing out the the book bags and things and she was at another center before coming to us she had been bouncing around from homeless center to homeless center and she told me i, I couldn't believe it at first Marilyn. she said you know last year all i had was a broken crayon Right. She's about seven, eight years old. She's telling me she has a broken crayon. I, I didn't know. I go to school. Yeah, I didn't know if she to believe that or not. I, I know. Said, a child telling you yeah, that. But, but, but that's what we're doing. We're changing lives every single day. We can't do it without our community uh, volunteers and our supporters. Uh, we have opened up the gates to our volunteers again, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And volunteers are coming back. It's just such a wonderful thing. We have volunteer orientation. We actually invite you to come. And then we, we give you a short PowerPoint presentation. We show you all the ways you can plug in. And there's so many ways. It's not just about, you know, feeding that meal. You might be serving a meal, yes, but you might be doing so many other things. So you can select uh, what actually works for you in your time frame as well as your day and also what you really have your heart set on doing. Yeah, we love our volunteers because we understand that your time is your most valuable asset you can have, the most valuable asset I can have. And for you to take time out of your life, and attend the, the uh, orientation because all of the volunteers have to go through an orientation, how to park, how to take care of your pocketbook, you know, what if a client asks you for money and those kind of things. We want to go over all those to keep you safe and then put you in something that you feel very rewarding in. And some people, actually, they're painters. When I say painters, I mean they're artists. They'll come in and do murals. Mm-hmm. Or we've had landscapers come in and do certain things. So it's very, very uh, open-ended. We want to use your talents to your ability. A lot of people love serving the food and cleaning up afterwards but we also have kids that need to be taught we have adults that have education needs uh, we have groups that have to be done so if you have a particular forte something that you like to do and maybe you have a, a, a hobby that you like to teach mm-hmm. you know you can bring that down too and get a group of people together so again when you're at the website at caringplace.org review all the volunteer uh, opportunities that you have and this summer you know uh, we've talked about how to help the kids but uh, we call it the summer slump mm-hmm. because during the summertime during the fall people are all giving you've got 
all the major holidays. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to the summer, people are busy, and, and rightfully so. People have been cooped up for a few years, so mm-hmm. they're going out, they're traveling, they're doing vacations, they're, they're doing maybe a staycation. Uh, but during the summer months, we still have homeless. And they come to us many times uh, during the summer months. They're either wet, they're, they're dehydrated. dehydrated, they stink, you know, they haven't had a shower in a while, they haven't had a meal probably in a few days. And we say for many, many years that hope often begins with the meal. And that's what we want to concentrate on. You know, you can't really help somebody if they're not willing to listen. You know, if they're hungry, they're tired, they're angry, they're maybe they're coming down off some drugs or something, or maybe they have mental illness, or maybe that lady just flew, uh, uh, came from us from domestic violence situation. Their mindset is not on how can I get my life straight. Their mindset is can I get the basic needs of my life met? Mm-hmm. You know, can I get a safe place to sleep? Can I get cl- clean clothes? Can I get good hygiene products? And so you can go, when you're at the website there, we want you to help with the backpacks, but also we have a meals and more program that we've started. Not really started, Marilyn. We've kind of like mm-hmm. what? Uh, More upgrade. Yeah, we've upgraded. upgraded okay? yeah. So you can go to caringplace.org slash meals, and for whatever God puts on your heart, you know, $5, $10, $20, maybe some of you can do $1,000 a month, uh, but for every $2, about $2, dollars and ten cents we figure a meal so for for twenty twenty one dollars twenty one dollars that's ten meals i do that every month and you know as you're driving you see homeless men and women on the street uh, maybe at a street corner Mm -hmm. at a corner or at a gas station you know that you've done something you know you you, you'd even tell them that if they want to talk to you and in fact if all our meals a month partners get a card that they can hand out to a homeless person say i've already paid for your meal and this is where you go to get it i'll tell you that really does work well, God bless everyone for tuning in. You know, it's a great program. We have a great testimony later. And, you know, I, again, I can't stress it enough to say thank you to all of our donors and supporters to see lives changed every single day. What an honor. What a joy it has been to be here these last 30 years. And I pray God gives me a few more years, too. Well, again, God bless you. Stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate at the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. So excited. I have with us today Nikisha Primus, the owner and coach of the Primus Angels. Welcome, Nikisha. Good to have you this morning. Thank you so much, Leanne. It's wonderful being here. Being uh, back, speaking with you again. Yes, yes, because you know we love you guys. I mean, I I don't even remember when was the first time that we worked together, but it's right. been years, right? It's I mean, been years. It's yes. been years. You you reach out to us. You wanted to bring the girls that you work with to serve yes. a meal in the kitchen. That I remember. We brought you in, and yes. and and you guys did a fantastic job, right? But I want yes. our listeners to l- learn more about Nikisha and the Primus Angels. So tell me about the Primus Angels. Well, the, my organization is to help young ladies that are interested in just going forward with their future and being productive in our city. Because we have so many young ladies that don't have much to do with too much downtime, getting into things that they don't need to get into. And our program promotes them being young ladies and growing into productive women. It helps them with their education. It shows them community service it, um, concerns. So that's one thing why we met you. Because it's just giving them another concept of what's going on in the world, moving outside of their neighborhood, seeing what else is going on, and being able to help themselves be better young ladies and women for their families. 
Yes, and and I I've been a witness a couple of times, right? I I remember yes. most recently, um, it was it was the very last activity that you did with us with the last group, and yes. oh my God, the discipline, the desire to help, um, the consciousness of we're here to help the homeless, and we are organizing, yes. and they were on the floor, and they were getting dirty because we were organizing this big yes. warehouse, and they were yes. sweating. Not once did I see any of these girls uh, complain or have an attitude. I mean, what you're teaching them is valuable, right? It's valuable for their future. And I, I pray. Yes. No, I, I was able to see that. And um, so I loved it. Now, how do you find these girls, right? How, how does Primus Angels recruit uh, for the new now, season? I know you're in the summer now. Right. Right now we're in the summer. We literally just ended at mid around mid-May. We typically end around testing. When school starts testing, that's when we typically come to an end because our program is so rigorous. So we want to make sure we give them all they need, all the time they need to prepare themselves to be able to test and be well-rested for that time. But we prepare them for the testing in the process of that. Um, When it comes to us getting recruitment we are typically word of mouth we put up flyers we have social media we're on facebook and we do our best to reach out to um, any young lady that has friends that was a part of the program or some we tend to have parents that recommend to other parents because they thought it was great for their daughter so they'll have you know another parent decide that it might be good for their child as well we have we walk the neighborhood that we're in because we're actually housed in at we're housed at Jose Marti um, Park and Gymnasium where the gymnasium we're on the second floor in a dance room and we overlook the river and we get to see the downtown so the the skyline from the room that we're in is absolutely amazing uh-huh. so we bring that in through just recruitment and we walk we walk the neighborhood um, several of the young ladies from the previous season will come back and we'll just walk the neighborhood and talk to people. And that's also one of our community service events. We walk our neighborhood, we walk our park, we pick up trash. So, you know, we want to still help beautify our city. You know, Miami is where we're we're here a lot. My girls are born and raised here, a lot of them. Um, even though the majority of my program is Hispanic, it's still just getting them to understand that you want your community around you to be a beautiful place and you can help with that. Absolutely. And and I know you branch out uh, to other organizations so the girls can see uh, other yes. aspects of our community, like serving the homeless, like yes. you have done with us uh, several times. And, and this is important. I mean, I have to say it as a mother of a 26 year old girl, right? Wow. Uh, yes, I know. Right. <laughs> but but I remember that that was one of my challenges. I always wanted my daughter to be busy after school. Right. I wanted right. her to have something to do because you're right. When they have so much time in their hands only got knows. So we want right. to protect them for that. We want to keep them busy with mm-hmm. g- good activities, right? Good so, activities. right. Of you course. know, as a parent, you get to look in your community and find organizations or places that can help you with that uh, because it is important, right? And when they're older, and I can say that because my daughter is older now, and she has a very good sense of community. She has a very right. good sense of giving back. She likes to participate in activities. She helps every time she can because that's something that is actually instilled. Instilled in, in Right. That's something you when you're younger. I want them to incorporate. Right. In their life. Just knowing that they're blessed. Just making them understand that they're blessed and that they're able to do all that they need to do and that they can be very and <laughs> very wonderful women in this world. Yes. Um, the one thing I love about your organizations uh, is that with the warehouse, they were able to see different types of work ethic. You know, yes. with, with the warehouse, you're able to 
um, you know, we cleaned, we organized, we boxed, we um, threw things away, we were able to mop and sweep. Like they got to see all areas of a work ethic that can go on by because someone in that warehouse does that. Exactly. So they got to see what someone actually does. And when we go to serving the homeless, they were washing dishes. They were, you know, serving the food. They were cleaning the tables, you know, stuff that happens in a restaurant. They were actually getting to partake in that. And also we worked in your store. Yeah. So they got to fold clothes, put, you know, the clothes on the shelf, put um, pricing on the clothes, separate the clothes, do the coloring, hanging. Like they got to see different jobs working ethics that something that people do daily they got to participate in and then see that is this something you want to do in the future or would you like to do something else and that's one reason why we incorporate education in our program because we have tutoring before practice so we make sure that they have the correct grades to just even when they leave us to go to whatever their level higher levels of education or a different type of job ethic it just gives them the ability to be educationally sound and, and ready to go forth in whatever their next Uh, endeavor in life is going to be. Absolutely. And on top of all that, they're developing this bonding, right? This bond with the other girls. So they're already founding. I mean, they're already creating this foundation for them, right? So these are friends for life, I'm sure for many of them. And and so again, it gives you a sense of belonging, right? This is something that, this is mine, this is my group, this is the group that I I do homework with, this is the group that I go out and volunteer with. And I could see that actually, when you you mentioned the warehouse, it's funny, because they had to work together because it's, it was separating hygiene items and, and different items right. that we have in the warehouse for the homeless individuals that we serve. And I, right. I remember that, you know, they had to create a system where, hey, I'm in charge of the deodorant, I'm in charge of the soap, I, I have the shampoo, and, and how they work together in harmony, right? And they were yes. helping each other, not, you know, working against each other. Against each other, and, right. And that is something that I'm sure your program actually also emphasizes because I can see that. I can see yes. how they, they have this wonderful relationship now yeah, you, you have to have that absolutely now for our listeners i'm sure you're wondering hey i know you mentioned jose marti i know you mentioned that you use word of mouth you walk around the neighborhood you try to find new girls for the new program right. even old girls that have gone yes. through it come back but how yes. can our listeners find you social media website anything that you can share so if anyone out there wants to learn more maybe for a relative maybe for their own daughter because this is for girls only right yes. um, so how can they find the primus angels the Primus Angels is, is spelled P as in Paul, R-Y-M-U-S, and then Angels with an S, and we're on Facebook. And with that, it shows everything that we do. We, we, we literally put up everything that we do. And besides Facebook, we also, like I stated, are at Jose Marti, which is at 434 Southwest 3rd Avenue. And we have we have trophies, several of the trophies and awards that they've won. If you walk into the gymnasium, the very entrance of the that building, you will see everything there that they've won for the previous just this last season. And also my phone number of course is three zero five five two five nine five seven seven. And once again, three zero five five two five nine five seven seven. And if they do not speak English, they can just text me and I can get them our our I literally our coaches are um, also speak Spanish and so we I can get them someone that can give them more information about the program if they're not able to um, speak with me personally. That's amazing you heard it here and if you were driving, if you were busy, if you couldn't get the information for the Primus Angels, you're going to call Leanne at the Miami Rescue Mission here because I have all the information for Nikisha, I know all about the program that I need to know in order to share with you. Nikisha, thank you so much for joining us, thank you thank for you. all that you do in the community, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. 
you as well. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Trump puts you in a mold to not really have uh, respect for yourself and others. You get to the point to where I would just cry. I was like grounded right there in my tears, sobbing about. I was lost. I couldn't think. The first meal I had here was like a home meal to me. I felt Freddie again. After eating the meal, I, I was more calm within myself, and I felt that there was hope. That's where really where it really uh, began to me. After that meal and that shower, my life just changed as far as being lonely and, and hurt, deep, deep hurt, because I felt that there was a chance that I could come in here and get back on track. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring meals for the hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate at the Caring Place with the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We have today in the studio with us today our one and only, our wonderful Leah Donor Services um, Media. Uh, Leah, you do so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, of course, Leah. Thanks so much for having me. I love being on the show. Oh, you know, and, and if you guys, you know, if you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, I know we are, we're everywhere, right, Leah? Leah does a lot of the updates a lot of those beautiful videos she tries to come you know go in there and and bring you guys events that we're doing so you can see and you can be a part of it right because you cannot always be present uh but through this videos on this post she keeps you in the loop of everything that we're doing so thank you for doing that leah and we want to talk today about what is happening right what are we working on and one of those things is back to school Yes, back to school. We have an amazing event that's being planned out, a drive through that's going to be happening. But we need all of your helps to go together and get everything that we need for the community children. So right now, there's many ways to give. You can go, you can host your own back to school drive. You can even go ahead, donate some funds so we can provide the funding needed to get these supplies. And or you can even go on Amazon and you can purchase some events from our organization wish list. Now, how does this work? It's very simple for you. You just have to go to one single web page and all three options are already there for you. So it doesn't get any easier than that. So you're going to go to www.caringplace.org slash back to school. Once again, that's www.caringplace.org slash back to school. And you'll see that you can go ahead and sponsor your child. You can go ahead and create your own drive. And it even has a link straight to our Amazon site where there's so many different options that you can just go ahead and purchase easily and send it directly to us. Absolutely, because on August the 6th, we're going to be doing is a drive-through event. They're being successful in the past. This is something that we came up with during the pandemic. Uh, we wanted to create an opportunity for the families in need to still get the items needed. Uh, however, we needed to also keep everybody safe. So it's going to be a drive-through event. Uh, we are expecting anywhere from 500 to 700 families. Uh, we are in the process of doing the registration right now. And we've seen some of the school lists that the children are bringing 
bringing home and we are already getting calls. I mean, I get at least one, two calls a day. Parents are excited. They're grateful that they're going to be receiving some of these items, right? Because going back to school is not just school supplies. It's also the uniforms, it's the backpacks, it's the new shoes. It's, there is so much involved in the process of sending one child to school, mm-hmm. right? So I always have to tell you that some families and, and we just welcomed a family of eight at our Center for Women and Children in Broward County. So there are families that have a lot of children. So if you, our listeners, think that this is difficult to plan for one or two kids, imagine having eight children, six children, as we have seen, right? So everything helps. Leah said it is very easy. We make it easy for you. I just checked out our Amazon witch list. Great job, Leah. We have all those items that are needed. And when you look at some of these items, I mean, they're not like affordable, if, if I may say so, right? It's not easy when you have to buy some so many other items to also have that expense on top of it. So if you can help, I mean, whether it's sponsoring a child or buying the school supplies, uh, that's fantastic. Now, the other thing that is happening happening shortly after uh, would be the gala, right? We're, we're celebrating 100 years, 100 years, but also, of course, laying the foundation for the next 100 years, which I think is even more important, right? I've been here for a little bit over 10 years, and I know the work of the organization and the transformation uh, that we are able to accomplish when to help homeless individuals, right? And and we can only do this by having the support of our community. So, Leah, tell us a little bit about the gala. So, the gala is going to be an incredible event being hosted at the Signature Grand in Davie. So, for those of you that are in the Davie area and are just Miami-Dade, Broward County in general, we want to see you there. We want you to put on your best formal outfit. We want you to come with us. We want you to communicate, network. We want to see your gorgeous faces out there. So, this gala is going to be a huge monumental event we're going to be having a huge display wall so we're going to have all these incredible photos there for you so you can go ahead and see our history throughout time now to get tickets and sponsorships you can always go to www.caringplace.org slash gala oh my god i cannot wait thank you so much for joining us today leah it's always a pleasure well, it's so wonderful when we come to this part of the program because this is the part where you hear the testimony of a changed life. Uh, some of the testimonies, they have experienced that changed life. They're giving their story or they're actually in the midst of it and uh, they're going through that change. Transformation, we call it here at the mission. And I have with me today, I have Roger and Roger has a story to tell. And I'm so glad that you have um, the capacity and also you're not too shy uh, to tell your story. Thank you, Roger, for being here today. No problem, Ms. Bremer. Thank you for having me. Go, let's go back in time. Uh, let's talk maybe a little bit about your childhood and your upbringing. And maybe we can lead into maybe what really caused some of the issues in your life. All right, not a problem. Um, I grew up in Alexandria, Virginia, uh, right outside of the District of Columbia. Um, my childhood was, was, was fairly pleasant. Um, up to about five years old, uh, was my first bad memory is when my mother up and left and cheated on my father with another man. Um, at that point, it rocked my world because she, she pretty much abandoned my sister and I and um, left us all alone with my dad. And now, um, my father was an outstanding dad. Mm. He uh, raised us basically by himself with my mom being in and out the entire time. Uh, my father was a Metro bus driver in Washington, D.C. And um, although he was a wonderful dad, he was gone mm-hmm. the majority of the time. He was out of the picture a 
lot. Um, when he was around, he was, you know, great, great leadership. Um, excellent man to lead by example for me to follow um but when you don't have both parents in the household it can lead to to negative things mm-hmm. negative behavior um growing up i was always into sports playing football um was the majority of my youth um to be honest i did well i did well in middle school um in high school i started playing varsity football in ninth mm-hmm. grade so, um, you know, I was doing well. I stayed away from drugs and alcohol completely all through high school because I was trying to get into college. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a scholarship to a school called Arkansas State, which is in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Um, things were going well there. Um, my second year there, I was introduced to smoking marijuana, which led to my downfall over a period of time. Um, through that, I had to start hanging around the wrong people, the wrong type of, of, of influences, um, promiscuous women, and this leading to the wrong life. Um, as time went on, um, it seemed like it just got worse and worse. Um, I was never a, a terrible drug addict, but I just made the wrong decisions, spending my money uh, carelessly, um, and just not making man-like decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, as time went on, um, this led to me being in the wrong neighborhood at the wrong time um, and end up getting in trouble uh, with a possession of cocaine. That was 2009. <clears throat> After that, um, I didn't deal with it right then. I, I, I went on the run for a little while for about four years to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. At that point, I finally, after talking to my daughter, we talked about it and I decided to go back to Virginia to turn myself in. Mm. Um, and that's where I found God. Um, when I was all alone by myself. Now, um, were you I in jail pleading. at that time? Yes, ma'am. I, w- I was pleading. I was pleading. I-, I was abandoned by everybody that I knew, and God was there with me. I could feel his presence and his love with me. Um, and that I can't explain except for this most beautiful experience I've ever had in my life. Um, so when you wanted to get out, when you knew you were going to get out, you wanted to go someplace that would help you to be discipled. And you said off air that you had written some letters. Yeah, I had written 23 letters around the state of Florida because I knew I wanted to be in Florida because of the, because of the weather and the uh, opportunities with music. Um, but out of the 23 letters, the Miami Rescue Mission was the only, um, o- only business that contacted me back. And I thought that was a sign from God in itself. Um, my counselor from prison made the appropriate contacts with uh, Mr. Marlo Lane, and um, I came. It's been uh, almost a year. I got here October 23rd. Okay, well, listen, we're right in the middle of a very amazing testimony, so I'm going to ask the listening audience, don't turn that dial. We're going to come back and hear the rest of Roger's story. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. With Roger, and I don't want to um, waste any time, you were leaving prison. You said you sent all out over 20 letters, and Miami Rescue Mission is the one that answered. And so now you're going to get on that bus. And you and and you're gonna go and you're focused. Tell us why you're so focused. Um, at that point, after the experience that I had in prison, I just you know I didn't touch base with my daughter the entire time, but only through letters I had promised her that this is my last chance. I am not going to break any more promises to her to her the rest of my life, and I'm gonna do what I said and follow through with my word and get my life in order. 
Wow. So the, you, you stayed with your promise and you stayed with your focus. Yes, ma'am. At this point, nothing at all will drive me off of my focus with my daughter. Okay, give us a little experience of coming to the mission, what you felt, because still, you still don't know where you're going exactly. You don't understand the whole uh, program or what's going to happen. Tell us about it. Um, when I first got to the program, I was uh, quite res- reserved and quiet because out of the prison life, it's a big transformation right when you get there around so many different people, um, complete strangers, and this is my first time in Florida. Um, but the program, I, I started seeing what it was about, and just I felt God from every angle of the program. It's a very structured program, um, and it takes a lot of discipline and willpower to get through it. But you start to meet uh, a lot of brothers that are going through the exact same experiences that you are, uh, and you, you start doing things for the right reasons. Um, your day is from 5.30 in the morning to about 10 at night. You know, you're going to devotion to uh, your CSA, which is a Christian service where you work all day day long for the Lord. Um, after that, you come back, you do two hours of school, um, and then you go to a seven o'clock chapel as well as a eight o'clock group um, and just a, a fulfilled day uh, of worshiping the Lord and just, you know, everything. So as you unleash yourself to the Lord, everything opens up for you. Things start to come together. Uh, your plans actually become fulfilled and you start working towards goals that you had in your mind the entire time. So you really, and I've seen a little bit of your own, your transformation. I actually didn't see you when you first came in, but I've seen you part of the ministry. And I know you've helped given tours uh, to people who want to come see behind the scenes. And you're very open. Absolutely. Um, you, you know, you're not really hiding like who you are, but hey. You know, yeah, I came right straight from prison, and here I am. But, you know, before we go any further, uh, you have... Um a ministry also of music and in your background some radio and and all that kind of stuff so t- tell us that and then maybe give us an example if you would um sure yes ma'am i'm a dj i've been doing it for um almost 20 years now um but while i was in prison i started writing rhymes um trying to praise and worship god in a positive light um, well, let's end the program with a little bit of your talent. All right, check it. All right, I don't need a beat. I'm going to kick a flow a cappella. When I abandoned God, my soul left like Damon Dash said Rockefeller. Through Jesus Christ, I've metamorphosed from a caterpillar to a butterfly. I'll never forget the way my mother cried when my brother died. I remember the day that she left and the way that I missed her. I had to pick up the pieces and thank God for my sister. There's no time to be down. The Bible says I'm a king. I should be wearing a crown. I'm not going to stand in the corner because my family is faded pouting. I'm going to stand up like a man and go to the mission of Miami and Dade County. Now I'm here in Miami. Next stop is the island of Cayman. I've done deals with made men and many long nights at the day's end. Those days are over. God must have heard me praying. Thank God he sent me to prison and gave me an apron. And now to the mission, there is no mistaking. Roger, that's amazing. I'm so sorry we're out of time, but we're, I'm asking the listening audience, continue to pray for Roger and the many others that come to us. God bless you. Well, wasn't that a wonderful testimony? Well, you know, I love uh, interviewing our residents as they come through the program and they get to that upper phase and they're ready to tell their story. Not everyone is, but I love uh, when they do. And it, it means so much to them also to be able to actually verbalize what they've been through in life and what led them to come. But they're so happy because now they're looking to a bright future. So I loved what Michael said. And I just want want people to know that these are real people 
uh, that come to us in our centers, and these are real transformation stories. Yeah, and Marilyn, I realize too, you know, we don't know who's listening right now, so I would pray that some people that are going through hard times, maybe there's divorce, maybe there's uh, financial needs, maybe there's some sickness in the family, maybe there's unforgiveness uh, relationship-wise. You know, you and I were talking just a, a while ago before we got on the air about family and the importance of family. And so I would pray that you hear these stories uh, of people that really lost it all, you know, and had no hope for the future, drug addicts and, and maybe going to jail and maybe there's a woman that's a prostitute and they come in, you think, how can they change life? Well, they do. Now, we're a Christian organization. We believe that and we're, and we're passionate about following Jesus Christ. When you come down to any of our centers, we're not going to Bible thump you or, you know, <laughs> try to try to uh, get you evangelized, but that's who we are. And we well, don't we'll hide love that. on you. Yeah, we'll love on you. And it's a, that's in our DNA. You know, for our 100 years, we started off as a Christian mission uh, it was one of the first uh, social service agencies in in Miami. Right. Helped Miami during the hurricane. I wasn't born then. Most listeners weren't born then. And then all the way through the wars and the and the depression. And then again in the 50s, 60s. And the refounders came in the 70s. The mm-hmm. Jacobs. Uh, our My dad and mom in the faith, uh, Dr. Frank Jacobs and Maxine Jacobs. And by the way, we just we just named a building after them. Yes, we did. But, but all, having said all that, it's, it's about change lives. And if you're listening and going through tough times you know i don't know if you have someone to reach out to uh you can go to our site and at caringplace.org slash prayer and for prayer request but uh try to find someone to help you you know i, I would encourage you to do that and there is hope you know maybe you just lost a loved one i don't know what you're going through but when the, when i hear stories and i see men and women come through our, our centers and i have my own personal story i say wow you know change is hard change takes a long time uh, but you can't give up on yourself. As soon as you can get up and move around or open your eyes up, you still have a chance. And I know life can be depressing and overwhelming a lot of times. And family can be a cause of that a lot of times. But there is hope for the future. And, and, and Marilyn, again, I keep on saying this all, all the program long. we just so thankful for our donors, aren't we? Oh, yes, we are. You know, of course, we can't do any of the things that we do without our community support and without individual support. And one thing I learned way back during the mortgage crisis, you know, back in 2008, 9, 10, that's when I really start. My eyes were open to individual uh, donors. And I that's really what kept the uh, mission going all through those years was individual donors sending in their $20, sending in their $50. And uh, I just became, I fell in love with our individual donors and really started to get to know them. So I want to say thank you. And don't forget, we're having a gala uh, going to be happening in October, October the 15th. In fact, you can go ahead and get your tickets for that. That's at caringplace.org slash gala. The tickets are $200, and we're going to be celebrating not only the past 100 years, but we'll be giving a vision for the future 100 years. So it's going to be a wonderful time of celebration and vision. Right, and if you're just tuning in, you know, the Mommy Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, we are now known as the Caring Place. I've been serving South Florida for 100 years, and uh, we can't do it without our, our partners. So you can go online at caringplace.org. There's so many different ways to help. But we have a a wonderful program called Our Meals and More, which is a monthly uh, program where you can go $10, $20, $50 a month. Maybe you have enough. God says do $1,000 a month. But we figure around $2.10 a meal. So for $21, that's 10 meals. And as you travel through 
you know the cities and Broward and, and Miami Dade. You can also see that uh, that the homeless are being taken care of. Well, God bless you. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for being on our program today with us and listening. And tune in next Sunday right here on News Radio six ten WIOD for more Mission Possible. You have been listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. To contact the Miami Rescue Mission or Broward Outreach Centers, please visit us at our website at caringplace.org. Join us again next Sunday morning for more good news on Mission Possible. Celebrate our summer program will be recorded. Hunger puts you in a mold to not really have. Uh, respect for yourself and others. You get to the point to where I would just cry. I was like grounded right there in my tears, sobbing about. I was lost. I couldn't think. The first meal I had here was like a home meal to me. I felt Freddy again. After eating the meal, I, I was more calm within myself, and I felt that there was hope. That's where really where it really uh, began to me after that meal and that shower. My life just changed as far as being lonely and hurt, deep, deep hurt because I felt that there was a chance that I could come in here and get back on track. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10 Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org.